Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Continuing in the laws of Shabbos, Hilcha Shabbos and Mishnah Torah Rambam. Chapter 4 is a very interesting chapter. Continuing with the prohibitions dealing with cooking or the prohibition of cooking on Shabbos. The interesting chapter here talks about cooking not with fire. And it's really uh, perplexing to many. It's one of the rabbinic decrees. And there's a lot of discussion as the halacha evolves in Shulchan Aruch as to how we actually observe this and so on. And I've mentioned many times, and I'll never tire of mentioning, we don't paskin shilas, we don't make actual halachic decisions from Rambam. It has to evolve into the Mechaber of Shulchan Aruch and the Ramo, and then the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, and later in the Mishnah Brura, and so on. Okay, Aleph. Yesh Dvorim, there are certain substances, certain materials, Shim Toman Bohenatavshil, that if food is concealed or covered by them, you take a substance, you wrap food in it, Humishamem, the food will become hot. Not only will it remain hot, which is one type of substance, but it will become hot. Its temperature will raise. The temperature will be raised. The cooking will increase. As if there was fire. And that's just from being properly sealed and properly encased in this substance. Now he gives a list of what kind of substances we're talking about. Kigain, for example, hagefes, or gefet, he doesn't translate it here, vazevel, or manure, or melach, or salt, vaseed, or lime, vachel, or sand, oi, or, and now he has three more, zogin, or muchin, vaasovim, Grape skins, unprocessed wool, or certain grasses. Bizman sheshloshton lachem. If the three above materials are damp. Vafilu machmas atzmom. Even, or in some Rambams, it doesn't say even, when this is due to their natural moisture. Udvarim elu, all of the above entities enumerated in this list, nekroim are referred to as dovor hamaisif hevel, which is a common expression in Hilcha Shabbos. This is called substances which increase heat, because by nature these substances will cause something not only to retain its heat, but to increase the heat. So what's so terrible? It's not fire. We'll talk about that. The yesh dvorim. Then there are other substances sheim toman bohenatavshil that if food was concealed or covered within them, yishoir b'chami musay bilvad. It will merely retain, preserve their heat. But ve'ena mesifim lebishul. Unlike the above substances, it will not increase the heat; only retain. And the following list will stop 
the food from cooling even more. What is this list? List number two. Kagain, for example, Zogin, Umuchin, Vaasovim, the same three enumerated before, grape skins, and Muchin, uh, unprocessed fabrics, and grass. Yevation, when they are dry. Earlier, they were moist. Now, they're dry, so they retain heat rather than increase heat. Ochsus, now comes another list. Ochsus, Opeides, Vechan Feyena, Onaides Hapishton, Onaides Haroshim, Ushlochin, Vigize Tzemer, Garments, Produce, Pigeon Feathers, Carpenters, Sawdust, Thin Chips from the Combing of Flax, Pelts, and the Shearings of Wool. That's the second list. What is the second list? Odvarim Elo. These items, these entities, Nikroim, are referred to as Dovar She'eno Mosif Hevel. Something that does not increase heat. They merely preserve heat. List number one in the first half of the paragraph increases the heat. List number two preserves the heat. Therefore, too, min hadin hoya, from the perspective of strict Torah law, it would be right, shetemnin, that we should be able to conceal food or cover food, bidavar hamaisif hevel, even in a substance that raises temperature, mi yeim on Friday, you wrap it or encase it in a substance which is mosif hevel, which increases the heat. Not only retains the heat, but it increases the heat. You do it on Friday, and it will remain hot for Shabbos. Great. That's terrific. According to Aloha, you're allowed to have something on fire for Shabbos provided you meet all the conditions we talked about earlier, where you're not tempted to mix and to stir and to move the charcoal and the coals and all of that stuff, because that was the rabbinic decree. You can't trust yourself with your food cooking if a little mix, a little stirring of the coals is going to make it better. And your guests will say, boy, that you got good chont. You can't control yourself, human nature. But if you make sure there's a covering, conceal this, that, or the other, we learned it's okay. So if you can put stuff on fire on Shabbos, provided you met certain requirements, surely you can wrap it in uh, carpenter sawdust, in uh, feathers, pigeon feathers, in grass. So what's the problem? Avol, however... Actually, I gave the wrong examples. We're talking about Mosif Hevel. Got to go to the first list. Manure, salt, lime, sand, uh, moist grape skins, moist unprocessed wool, moist grass. Our sages said, don't do it. Why? Xeda, because they issued a decree. Shema tartia chagdeira b'shabes. We're concerned that you wrap it in this substance tight on Friday afternoon. Then on Shabbos you hear that it's boiling. 
Now, anybody who is a cook knows that when something boils, you have it boil too long, it will disappear. You, you'll have nothing left. So he'll need to uncover it until the boiling stops. Because when you uncover something, the heat is less intense and it stops boiling. Now that it stopped boiling, he's going to want to cover it again on Shabbos. So now he's covering it and concealing it and wrapping it on Shabbos. Now he's doing it on Shabbos. Shu Osir, which is forbidden. That's also forbidden due to rabbinic decree. So now we have rabbinic decree on top of rabbinic decree, which is why some people criticize the Rambam's interpretation. But that's not for this level, depth of class. Therefore, mutter, it is permissible. Our sages permitted this process only to be accomplished if already the sun has set on Friday night. It's between sunset and stars out. Why? And this is a strange law. Here, he's permitting something to be done after sunset, which may not be permitted to be done before sunset. Very unique. The reason is, the logic is, because the assumption is that your average pot, at this time of Friday evening, has already boiled. And has already calmed down from the bubbles. It ain't going to boil anymore. It's already late. The Kivan Shanochu being that it has calmed down. It stopped boiling. It's not going to boil anymore. So this problem will not happen. It has sufficiently cooled, which is why our sages permit it to be done after sunset, because you assume that an hour or so before sunset, everything has been shut down. So that's why this rabbinic decree would not apply to dvorim hamesifim or dover hamosif hevel to something that increases heat on Shabbos. Similarly speaking, three, v'chein so also, minadin, from the perspective of Torah law, hoyolit v'natapshul b'dover sheinu mesif hevel b'shabbos atzma. You should even be able to cover or wrap food in something that preserves heat it doesn't add heat, but preserves heat. The second list on Shabbos itself. What's wrong? I'm not using fire. I'm wrapping my food in something. That sounds okay. Again, a rabbinic decree was enacted. Because we're concerned. The, the rabbis were concerned. If it's going to be permitted to wrap it in the above substances on Shabbos, then someone will say, all right, I'll stretch it a little bit and even wrap it in something that has a mixture of ash and coals which still has sparks. And that is serious stuff. It'll have sparks. And he can stir the coals and that's a big no-no. Because a person will say, heat is heat. If I can wrap it in these materials, I can wrap it in anything. I, I can cover it with anything. I can put it on heat. The fikah therefore also the hotman dabracham b'shabbos. Therefore our sages say, don't cover or, or wrap or conceal anything very hot on Shabbos. Even in something that merely retains 
the temperature and doesn't even increase it because I'm concerned that somebody will actually use a mixture of ash and coals that has sparks of fire, and then he's going to poke around in the sparks. And here we see the extent of rabbinic decrees of Shabbos. Cooking is one of the most complex laws of Shabbos. There's so much attention paid to the cooking prohibition, which is only one of 39 prohibitions of Shabbos. Dalid. If somebody's not sure whether it's nightfall or not, one can cover hot food. And furthermore, certainly we can cover or conceal something cold on Shabbos. It should not become colder. For example, you take something room temperature and you cover it. Give me some air jack. Or to remove its chill. When hot food was covered on Friday, and then it becomes uncovered on Shabbos, now you may cover it. Because it's not going to add heat. Furthermore, and you can change the covering on Shabbos from material to material. He can replace clothing with pigeon feathers. Pigeon feathers with clothing because the item lost its heat. We're only concerned with an item that has serious heat. Hey, peanut, what if somebody goes and transfers the hot food or the hot water from its original vessel to a second vessel? It's what we call in our world, klisheni. You take a second vessel, for example, when we prepare a, a cup of tea or coffee, we usually put it in a second vessel to reduce the heat so you don't cook the coffee or the tea. What if he took this pot and he put it into a second vessel, which is an automatic cooling process? Now you can take that second vessel and conceal it and, and cover it with any of the above substances. In list two, like something which is cold, because something in a klisheni, even though it's very hot to the touch, is considered halachically not hot. It was only prohibited to do this procedure, to cover on Shabbos, only something in the vessel in which it was cooked, but if he transferred it to a second vessel, it has now halachically cooled, it is permissible. Vov 6, and again, this is one of the shorter chapters in the Rambam. It's no problem placing a metal pot on top of another metal pot on Shabbos. An earthenware pot on another earthenware pot. An earthenware pot on a metal pot. A metal pot on an earthenware pot. And seal any of them with dough, which means seal them. All of that is permissible. 
That's not done in order that they should become heated. But merely to retain the heat they already have. Because our sages in this decree only forbade covering food with substances mentioned above. But to put one hot pot on another hot pot, so that they retain their temperature, mutter, that's certainly permissible. But one should not take something cold and put it on something hot. Because he's transferring heat on Shabbos. And uh, he says here that the Shulchan Aruch explains that if the food can become hot enough to scald the child's hand, it may not be left on the other vessel. That's the, the litmus test. But if he put it before Shabbos, it's permissible. But it's not like placing a pot on a pot is not the same as covering food with the above substances which raise its temperature. End of chapter 4.